This is Chris Hughes with the Christian Perspective Podcast with Chris Hughes, where we encourage our listeners to engage the culture with Jesus Christ. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. So enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Well, Sam has escaped to Las Vegas. Somebody has to do it. <laughs> Leave it there, Sam. Whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever. whatever happens in Vegas. Stay, it stay apparently, there. it's going to stay there. Yeah, and you know, meanwhile, we're left here to do another shameless plug for boot camp. <laughs> Our thirteenth or something like that. Yeah. Actually, this is really fun. Shameless plug. The whole show was like a shameless plug for boot camp, and it really is, Andy. It was yeah. your idea. Yeah, but before that, since you're back, you've got to give the Eve update. <laughs> the Eve the, update. How many Eves to boot camp? Oh my goodness. Um, I guess in the neighborhood of twenty boot camp Eves. So Less than that, isn't it? It might be. Might be down to seventeen. Yeah. So anyway, we, we've got a neat show tonight. It was your idea. Lay it on us. So I'm going to give the full inspiration a little bit later after we do the bump. But basically, we've never done a show. At boot camp, you hear a lot about covenants of silence, the talks, the food, a lot of different things. But we haven't really ever done a show. And it's a big part of our camp is the activities we do in the afternoons when we have breaks. Uh, you know, activities range from, you know, airsoft to sleeping, you know, so we have to do a lot of different stuff. So we felt like we would do a show to give a flavor for kind of what you can experience some of our stories about what we experience and really how we experience God in the activities, because I do believe that's a part of the adventure that the Father wants to come with us on. So, man, you're not believe this, but we actually have a clip of, of Jim snoring. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, if you have a wall that needs the paint removed, this, this, this might be your time. I didn't know we were doing the whole sleeping thing. No, just kidding. Don't have that. But we do. I was wondering where you were going there, but I get it now. One, one never knows where Robbie is going. And, well, well, unless he happens to be the president, and then everybody knows where This was going. a preemptive strike, because I knew where we were going. So it's... Jim, you've got a clip for us. Yeah, I do. And it is about one of my, it probably is my favorite activity, is the uh, combat we get into. It used to be paintball, and this is a tribute to uh, uh, paintball, um, what would you call us? Anyway, this is one of my earliest memories of Robbie. And uh, it was fun because he was, the only one without a paintball gun, and he was the president, and he's the only one that rivals me in being a big target, and he was. So this is a tribute to him and paintball, and now we do airsoft, and our uh, competitive natures have blossomed 
over the years with the different uh, ways of shooting at one another. Yeah, so one of the games we play, which is really, really fun, is protect the president. So each team, because you get two different teams, they each have a president and everybody else's secret service. And, of course, Jim was the president on the opposing team that won this particular battle that he's referring to, because you'll get this through the clip, what actually happens. Um, <laughs> it's quite obvious what's going on. And there's on. no relevance to his name being Jim, just saying. Um, <laughs> I was the president on the other team. Things didn't go well. But you have got to get the president to safety, okay? Yes, I'd say that man is alive. He's dead, Jim. She's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Captain. He's dead, Chad. She's dead. He's dead. She's dead. <laughs> We're dying. He's dead. She's dead. He's dead, Captain. The Captain is dead. And I think that's probably going to be on my tombstone. He's dead, Jim. He was worse than dead. Come on, Bones. What's the mystery? His brain is gone. <laughs> I couldn't help but think of Robbie with that play. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really fun. It really, really was fun. <clears throat> no, Stephen, there was a she's dead there. And, and you know, the other interesting thing to me, Jim, is we'll meet guys that we haven't seen for, you know, almost a decade or whatever, and they still clearly remember that protect the president <laughs> fiasco. Or, or not, <clears throat> as the case may be. <laughs> you know, Lincoln had no comparison to wounds that I suffered. <laughs> I don't know that I remember this correctly, but I'm pretty sure none of the Secret Service agents were killed in protecting <laughs> you either. <laughs> but anyway... You know, it is a way, Andy, that we that we bond, right? That oh, the absolutely. guys, you know, when they are getting their president shot to pieces, <laughs> absolutely, there's a certain affinity that grows between them. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. The, there's a lot of camaraderie, and then you see people talking that have, you know, done airsoft or shot or whatever. When they go to dinner or whatever, they'll sit together or whatever because you just you do get that camaraderie. I know it takes us back again where a lot of times we don't take the time to play. Guys have to have time to do those things, and whenever you get out there to do that, you know our hearts come alive. It's part of the part of the adventure, as I said earlier. Yeah, and, and in fact, you know, since I know we're going to play Aerosol from day one, I'm sizing up who yeah. I really want to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I begin to, you know, don't you guys want to come out and play airsoft? <laughs> What's cool about it, too, is is I got an identity from it. You know, Robbie named it the Andy's Air, Airsoft Experience. So not only did I get a name from God, I got a name from Robbie. There you go. That's because Andy is such a big target. He just <laughs> wants to moderate it. Yeah, absolutely. And I run slow. Well, one of the other really, really huge highlights for every boot camp and we have mentioned it before on the air, but we, you know, we have a clip from Wayne here. Is Wayne's because I tried to give everybody a name. Gaither's gun experience, you know, yeah. and and we have Brian's bass experience. But this is Wayne's wildfire, and we had a wildfire. Yeah, I was going to uh, say this last one was uh, <laughs> was definitely a wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> Never ever will I ever forget. Really, the last two, the last two Wayne wildfire experiences were just unbelievably powerful. 
not just from the fire, but from the discussions. Well, there was more than that. You just don't remember because you didn't come to the other ones. (laughs) (laughs) Zing. (laughs) Isn't somebody supposed to protect the president? (laughs) (laughs) He's dead, Jim. (laughs) Yeah, this this clip is uh, from a a great movie, um, Stand By Me. Uh, You know, uh, the boys are sitting around a campfire um, after a, a long day of already you know, this great adventure is they're, they've all, you know, lied to their parents. Don't do that, kids. Um, they lied to their parents about staying over at each other's houses and ended up going on this great camping adventure. And if you can imagine that as a preteen, you know, you know what an adventure that was. But, but yeah, uh, awesome conversation. Around happened. the fire. Around yeah. the fire. Hey, Bruno, where's the radio? Let's see if we can get some sounds. We talked into the night. The kind of talk that seemed important until you discover girls. All right, all right. Mickey's a mouse. Donald's a duck. Pluto's a dog. What's goofy? If I can only have one food for the rest of my life, that's easy. Pass. Cherry flavor pass. No question about it. Goofy's a dog. He's definitely a dog. I knew the $64,000 question was fixed. There's no way anybody can know that much about opera. He can't be a dog. He wears a hat and drives a car. Wagon Train's a really cool show, but did you ever notice that they never get anywhere? Just keep wagon training. That's weird. What is Goofy? Not one of us mentioned Ray Brower, but we were all thinking about him. Well, Wayne, let me just tell you, uh-huh, I'm pretty sure that Goofy <laughs> is a dog. <laughs> yeah, the nose and the ears give it away. <laughs> but it's definitely my favorite time of uh, boot camp. Um, uh, not because it's called Wayne's Wildfire, but it's never the same. Right, it's it's never been the same. Um, each time, it's a little different. Uh, even this last one, right? You know, we didn't think we were going to have it. Prayed over it as the guys were in there having you know their talk, and and God said yes. The wind was blowing. I was like, Lord, are you sure? He said yes. It's <laughs> like okay, we went out there, and yeah, just sparks everywhere, right? Uh, but the conversations um, that we have during that time, you know, it's a great bonding time. So it's a time when, honestly the guys let down their guard a little bit and and they kind of come out of their shell um sometimes there's some guys that force them to by calling them out (laughs) (laughs) not that anybody's done that right Uh, but it is it's a really good time to get to know the guys to share uh, a bit of yourself with whoever god puts in your path right and to get a visual on this particular you know experience you may know what nikita koloff the russian nightmare looks like Mm -hmm. You don't know what he looks like when a fire is, you know, like the flames are, you know, he's just standing there with his arms folded like, ain't no fire going to scare the Russian nightmare. And the flames are just coming right in his face. It was something to see, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. We had flames a good 25, 30 feet high. You know, the sparks from the fire, who knows? I mean, it's a wonder we didn't start a real wildfire. Uh, And the amazing thing is you would have thought you know, I've often thought you know, if there was a bunch of women at that thing, they would all run, okay? Because it was pretty scary. But not only did nobody run, but then the the conversations w- went really deep and really honest, and people people shared some amazing stuff. Yep. Um, and again, 
you know, where, where, where would you get that kind of a bonding experience, you know, except around a campfire that it was just wild. It was a wildfire. And it's not a, it's not an, uh, anything that we create other than the environment for it, right? Um, God shows up in the way he chooses. And like you said, the last two years, last year, you know, one of the gentlemen, he, he started to speak up about some things um, after, after a good bit of folks started to leave. And, and it was just an amazing you know, things you couldn't imagine people were dealing with. Um, and, and it helps you to see that you're not alone in this, that like you're not the only one that's going through these things, you know. You know, nothing that you're experiencing is outside of the norm. Uh, the enemy is coming after each one of us, and, and there is a fire burning. Um, so, Right, and to get it out in the light, however that works, because I know at the one, um, and Ricky Korn would, would say this on the air himself, he had never told that story. Mm-hmm. In his, I mean, and it was an unbelievable story. That yes. was boot camp before last. He had never told that story to anyone. And there he was around a campfire sharing things. And the amount of freedom that was available to him as a result was amazing. Again, this is a shameless plug. The boot camp is coming up, right? Right at the end of this month, March 31st through April, is it the 3rd? 3rd. Yeah, so go sign up now, man. When I heard the stories from the stage that the other men had, and then during my prayer time, I'm getting a download from God on where my life is and how I have wounds and I have a place in his story. To know how I heard from God is one of those things. He really does communicate with us. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. One of the things that's been a true joy to me is having my sons go with me to boot camps and watching them get an understanding that I wished I would have had at their age. It took me several years and I'm still probably learning it a little bit as we go, but watching them get a good foothold into manhood and understanding what's important, what their role is, and how to stay away from the enemy. To receive healing and restoration in the way that you love on others. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. Hello, mother. Hello, father. Here I am at Camp Granada. Camp is very entertaining. And they say we'll have some fun if it stops raining. I went hiking with Joe Spivey. He developed poison ivy. Yeah, so we sometimes we have rain, sometimes we have poison ivy, but... Just the inspiration for that bump, though. I love that song. It brings back memories from a kid. But our awesome producer, a few weeks back on Joyride, was kind of giving a camp experience like, where's everybody at camp? And I was like, that sounds like the dude from Hello Mudda, Hello Mudda. <laughs> so that was my inspiration. and It took me from there. It was like they started talking about activities and that song and stuff. But that's where that came from. But we're hoping Keith will come. He'll sign autographs and everything if you come. So <laughs> uh, it's been – I really like his his new take on the joy rides. The more he does, I, I think it's very entertaining. So. The amazing Keithini. It's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely spectacular. So fun. So one of the things that a lot of us enjoy at boot camp is the fishing, right? And so, Danny, you got a, a little inspiration on, on our fishing adventures there at boot camp. Yeah, the clip is from a river runs through it, and it's the scene where the two sons and the father are fishing out in the river, and it ends with their 
presenting their prizes for the day, and and the father kind of gives them a gives them a one up as fathers do sometimes. And it's just a just a cool story. So. That really is spectacular, and of course because it's a very visual clip, we got to fill in a few blanks for you. So at the beginning, here's these. Man, they're fly fishing, and I mean, they're this is serious fly fishing, yeah, right, serious Danny? This fly is fishing. this isn't the kind of stuff Danny and I do. I mean, they're casting, you know, eighty yards across in these beautiful casts, throwing these stone flies, and of course, they each catch one. And as they get to the bank, they are going to show their individuals fish, and, and so that's what the father's responding to. And of course, you know, it, it goes from there. I then saw something remarkable. For the first time, Paul broke free of our father's instruction into a rhythm all his own. Say the Lord has blessed us all today. <clears throat> it's just that he's been particularly good to me. <laughs> you know, growing up, I always liked to fish, and but I saw a guy one time when I was about twelve or thirteen with a fly rod down at the pond behind my dad's house. <clears throat> And I thought, what a cool thing to learn to do. And fast forward 40 years later, I expressed this to my wife, and she bought me a fly rod. And so I'm out in the yard. We're still living in Asheboro, messing with this thing, watching YouTube videos, and scared to death I'm going to pierce my ear, all kinds of different stuff. (laughs) So fast forward to uh, my first boot camp, and I had this fly rod. And I've always been kind of, self-conscious about things and so there's a lake down in this place and so i'm thinking i'm gonna go fly fishing unbeknownst to me there's lots of flyer fishermen in this in this crowd and and robbie happens to be one of them and so i thought well they're out there fly fishing so i'm thinking i'm gonna get out there and make a fool out of myself so i debated on whether to even get my fly rod out so i come down and and i finally get the courage up and put the fly rod out and and Robbie gives me some pointers, and one of the greatest pieces of advice so far has been that nobody has ever caught a fish without their fly in the water. And <laughs> that, that's pretty good wisdom there. But, you know, what it has done for me is the activity was, you know, we had several people out on that dock a couple times, and we met early in the morning. And But there was a bond and a, a camaraderie with that and, you know, with some of the other guys, and we talked fly fishing and – but one of the things I was telling my wife just the other day was just so cool was Robbie's got this older tackle box. Now, it's not a bright, shiny tackle box, but when he <laughs> opens it up, you know, the light comes out. You know, you hear the, whoa, you know, 
just an amazing thing. But, you know, Robbie's so generous with his time and his talent and his treasure with things and just but it was just like I had I had tackle box envy. I still do. I really do. I just I said that is just the coolest thing and but it is that bonding time, you know, with the campfire or whatever, the, the, the airsoft which you were president when we first played that and we got you killed again. So sorry about that. But it's you know, tradition. It is really cool that that the activities are because we're men and we love adventure and we usually have some adventures and more shenanigans than most. So <laughs> we do have a good time, uh, Rodney. I know you 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 didn't your clip is not on fishing, but you know I always sensed like Rodney's. You know it used to be I was always the first person at boot camp because I'd I'd have my line in the water, but I have been trumped. On Tuesday, I, I have been trumped by uh, yeah on Tuesday before the thing starts <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> But Rodney, that seems to have awakened um, something in you that I, I in in both hunting and fishing uh, with the boot camp thing. Yeah, I've always <clears throat> had a desire to fish and hunt. Did some more fishing, very little hunting in my life, and then my son gets into it, and I'm just sitting there going, "Man, I wish I was my son because he's got a real zeal and a zest for it and wants to do it," and I'm coming out here to boot camp and i'm like well this guy robbie dillmore man he really likes to fish and hunt and you know and so it's like just gotten me into okay well i'm gonna try this i'm you know, i'm kind of like you danny i'm buying fishing rods i'm buying guns and figuring out how to do it i've been around people who've done it all their lives listed the stories watch things but just being around others that do something that you like to do you know, you kind of learn from that, and you kind of get an edge. So, like, you have learned to fly fish from Robbie. Well, I went out dove hunting with Robbie, and it took me a couple of years to get a dove. <laughs> when you only go out one day a year. He's out shooting me nowadays. Yeah. It doesn't count when the doves are sitting there nice and fat and happy looking up at you like, hey, shoot me. No, actually, I, I Rodney's gotten good. I mean, the last time we went, man, he smoked me bad. It was good, though. I mean, I... I it was really, really fun. And yeah. it's really, really fun to see that um, come alive in a man. I mean, it's just part of of those adventures, right, that that make us understand we've got what it takes to some extent. And so you actually even went out to Kansas, was it? Yeah, we just went out to Kansas uh, back in February. And let's see what he shot, man. I was like, what? <laughs> Go ahead. Tell us all. You know, you, you yeah, we shot, we shot geese mainly. Um, so that was... That was the first thing we went after were some geese, and the weather was really, really nasty. It was, uh, what was about 10 degrees when we got up the first morning and about 30-mile-an-hour winds all day, and it got up to under 20. But it was just, when you're out there with a bunch of guys doing that and relatives and friends, and it was just just a blast doing it, but a bunch of geese, and then we went pheasant hunting, which some of these guys had never went pheasant hunting. I had been on a pheasant hunt in a preserve where it's, you know, you got to kick them up. This was actually wild pheasants, and it was great. Got several. Mine, just trying to get it to the taxidermy now to get it, yeah, get it mounted. Wait, it's a dirty job, but somebody has to do it. <clears throat> yeah, but, it was fun. You know, again, I just I just see these things of, of you know, how men, you know, begin to go on the adventure. So, Andy, you're you're – you're like the poster child for taking up adventure and going on that with God. And, and, you know, how much has that meant to your relationship with God? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, I had an opportunity uh, through my job to start traveling, and, and it really exposed me. It started, when I started reading Wild at Heart, I began to realize that I, I'd become too artificial, too much, you know, sports and all that stuff, and really getting back out. I still haven't done all the stuff. I mean, I live in Boone and should be, you know, fly fishing and stuff more. I want to do more of that, but just getting, I love road trips. I love seeing scenery. Dad, that's kind of something my dad handed down to me. And God has just been there <laughs> with me. I mean, it, it, it's amazing if you invite him or he invites you, however it, it looks, but he comes. So I got to tell this story about my friend Bob Young. Anybody mm-hmm. knows the Christian car guy knows my friend Bob Young, my Christian junkyard guy. So he calls me from mm-hmm. Daytona. You know, he's been out fishing. He's he's at the yeah. races, but he goes like, Robbie, man, the, the wave, the water's running like crazy. And so I said, well, let's just stop right now and pray that you catch a whale, right? And so I I, mm. I, I pray with him right there on the phone. And well, the next day, he, he sends me a picture. I kid you not, man. There's a whale right off the beach. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's you know awesome. how Stacy Eldridge or whatever talked about that she saw a whale, yeah, you know, as, yeah. as a way of God winking at her. Yeah. So he goes, "Man, I thought that's the biggest shark I've ever seen." And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I saw the water come out of the blowhole, and I was like, "Man, Robbie, <laughs> that's awesome." But the deal is, man, yeah. that that God is out there, and when you engage, you know, that mm-hmm. side, your wilder whatever yeah. it is that that God has you, He meets you in mm-hmm. some cool places, and to see that come alive in guys, yeah. right, is it's just an amazing thing. I mean, I don't know how many guys have come out there, they've never shot their gun, right? Yep. And, yep. and so we've got if if we coming up to the um, after hours, we have some gun clips mm-hmm. that are unbelievable. We have some airsoft clips. Yeah. We have clips <clears throat> that might shock you from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the, the, but they belong after hours. I'm just saying. These activities, too, we do different stuff. We had a time um, when we had the Boys Academy coming, and we had a game of softball that was just glorious. I mean, we had the best time. It was a really tight game, played it back and forth. But there's other stuff that comes up. There's a couple guys here that have challenged each other to do a game of pickleball that we hope to see maybe this time. Guys? Is there a pickleball court at the boot camp? Well, there's a tennis court. We We can adapt, can't we? Can we adapt? <laughs> we'll talk we about that adapt. on After Hours. So After Hours I, is going to be spectacular because I know the clips we have. So <laughs> if you go to maskandjourney.org, you can click on the After Hours shows. Um, oh, my goodness, are they wonderful. But more than that, right, boot camp is a, an amazing time. Uh, God comes after our hearts in amazing ways. But you got to go to maskandjourneyradio.org and sign up. We hope we'll see you there. Thanks for listening. This is the Truth Network.